What if nothing fell into place for the Milwaukee Brewers here in the offseason? And the Brewers had to go into 2024 with this particular roster right here. Let's get to it. Coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Certainly it's been the case where teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates or who knows, uh, have gone into the season and they said to themselves, the fans or even the front office looked at the roster and said, oh boy, what are we in for? This guy's going to be our starting pitcher. That guy's going to be our starting shortstop. Uh, what are we doing with another reclamation project playing every day on our team? Certainly that's happened because sometimes you go through the baseball winter meetings, you go through the general manager meetings, and you go through all this, and things don't fall into place. We'll get to all that coming up next here. Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. This is Chuck Freeman, longtime sportscaster here in the state of Wisconsin and uh, the first-year host of Lockdown Brewers, proudly the first-year host with all you great Brewers fans out there. Uh, and, of course, I am one of them, being a longtime Brewer fan here in the state of Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, doing this for a long, long time, covered this team for a long time, been through a lot of these winter meetings, these winters where we didn't think the team was going to get fixed and all that. Something happens, and, you know, we went from hating our team to loving our team. And uh, right now, I don't know if we really love the roster right now, but a long ways to go. We're in December here, but I thought we'd on a Friday here, we'd have a little fun with this. Uh, download us on Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major downloads. Uh, spot, we're just That's all the audio platforms. We're the number one Brewer podcast on the internet for a reason, because you great Brewer fans out there. And of course, go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers, type in Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and alert you every time we drop an episode on Lockdown Brewers. Yeah, you know, the teams have gone into the seasons with off seasons with great expectations thinking this is how we're going to fix our team but it takes you know as a great general manager once said it takes two to tangle as far as making a trade you know you've got to have a great trade prep you could have all these good ideas and on players you want to get and and trade for and and give up and all that but you know you got to make things happen last year the brewers did make the will Contreras thing that just happened to magically fall into place with two other teams you know next thing you know the braves we're getting their their all star catcher, and turned out wow. Where were the Brewers have been without Will Contreras, and how that fell into place because he was their offensive MVP. Oh, and now finally the Brewers have got a starting catcher, a starting catcher that they can um, keep around for a little bit, and who's a bona fide heart of the order guy. At least on this team, he is. But you know that's not always going to happen. You're gonna you might run into this off season. And, you know, have aspirations of maybe trading Corbin Burns or, um, you know, picking up this guy or solidifying a, a couple of spots. But it turns out maybe in the offseason you can't get there. I thought last offseason, you know, the roster going into the season by May, I was like, oh, boy, this is what we have. To, this is how I felt about the Brewers. I felt by May, this is what we're settling in with the Milwaukee Brewers. Whoops. That was my, that was my wake up call today. It was late night last night. Uh, not doing anything in particular, but getting work done. Just getting work done because my kid is playing in a um, uh, 12 year old hockey tournament at Notre Dame this weekend. So, first time the South Bend. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, yeah, 
I, I didn't think the roster construction by by me, you know, some of these guys started to get hurt and all that. I was like, even going in, I looked at it like, God, how do we expect to contend with this roster? But they did. Offensively, it wasn't, I, I thought it was poorly constructed. With They weighed, again, I, I never liked the idea of Rowdy Tellez as my everyday first baseman. Third base, they banked on Urias being their everyday third baseman. Got hurt. Remember that Cubs series? And, you know, thank God a, a guy like Monasterio uh, uh, came up and gave them some big at-bats. Where would they have been without Monasterio? Now, another guy, we're going to get to him in a little bit, who I look at as a utility player, but he might be able to start right now again. And he might be to play that same position and contributing just as much, we hope, um, the way the roster is constructed right now. But we're, this is just a fun. I know there's a long way to go, but I'm saying, what if nothing happened with the Milwaukee Brewers here in the offseason and they couldn't find trade partners or they didn't come up with a key free agent signing? We'll see. We'll start the catcher spot. Great. Nothing to do there except the backup catcher spot. We all love Will Contreras. As I just mentioned, the trade, three-way trade, uh, the offensive MVP of this team. Uh, yeah, we love Will Contreras, uh, but they got to get a backup. Obviously, Carantini went to the the Houston Astros, um, but we got to have a backup for Contreras, and that's fine. It, it might be Jefferson Carroll. Who knows? But um, we're fine with the starting spot. That's one spot we're really good with. First base, not right now, um, is Bauer starting on my team. Jake Bowers, I know they got him from the Yankees and all that. Another guy who they're you know trying to uh, figure out, but. He would not be my starting first baseman going in opening day. That would belong to Christian Yelich. I put Christian Yelich at first base. Jake Bowers is not starting for me at first base. I don't care if that guy tears it up, tears it up in spring training, because I've seen that story before uh, of players doing that. No, Christian Yelich is my starting first baseman. I'm bringing him to camp, and I'm getting him over at first base. Big fella, I know you didn't want to play first base when you got here or you signed this $240 million deal, but son, you're playing first base. You got to play first base for us. This is how we got to win this team because we got too much for crowded spot. I, I, you know, I tried trading you maybe in the off season. Well, you're not going to tell them that, but first base is the spot you're going to go. Okay. And you know, hopefully, you know, Yelich got a good attitude about it and we'll play first base because that's got to be his position. I think, as of right now, again, this is as of right now, as of December. Bryce Terang, oh, he's my second baseman as of right now. You're hoping and praying that the guy hits better than he did last year. You're hoping he does because, right, uh, I think offensively, you know, that's not – you don't want to – you're trying to win a pennant here, and you got to wait it last year. He had, had a trip down to the minors. He's got to get better offensively. But right now, he's my starting second baseman, A++, defensively second base. We know that. But – uh, we need him better at second base. Uh, shortstop, shortstop Willie Adamas. I'm going to say that Willie Adamas had a bad year. I'm going to bank on, I, I don't want to say he's in a decline. You know, he's still young. I just want to think he had a bad year. Maybe fix some mechanics um, and, and do a few things. But there were so many times we thought Willie would go on a streak for a couple of days and think, oh, Willie is coming. Willie's back. He's back. And then I'm coming over 21 streak. You know, so, but Willie right now is my starting shortstop. And, uh, you know, the power numbers I thought were there. Great. You know, he did a nice job in the power numbers. This, everything else, 
you know, he's going to be obviously great defensively at shortstop. Um, but you know, getting on base was a problem for Willie last year uh, via base hit. So let's get the Willie. Willie would be my starting shortstop right now. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm okay. I'm banking on Willie Adamas not being as bad as he was at times last year. Third base. Uh, boy, I hope they fix this spot. Uh, Monasterio, the aforementioned Monasterio is playing third base. And yeah, who heard of Monasterio? Who heard of this guy before he came up? And when he came up, thought, ah, oh, he's just going to be here for a couple of days, uh, provide us with, uh, you know, just fill in the hole, you know, get the job done over there defensively and do things on this team that they need you to do. And he did. He filled a bunch of different spots in this team. And he played everywhere. He played in a lot of different spots. Um, but, and offensively he came through. He came through. Uh, but I look at Monasterio as a utility guy. I do. Uh, maybe a starting third baseman on a team that's going to finish in last place. Okay. And the Brewers did it with their pitching last year. Not because of Monasterio was at third base, but he was a stopgap. The pitching is not going to be as good. Uh, next year, I don't think. But uh, Monasterio right now would have to be my third baseman. And I would not be happy with it, but that's the way we're going to have to go. As of right now, Monasterio is my third baseman. Uh, you know, if I'm Matt Arnold sitting at my desk this morning and I'm saying, well, I look at my lineup here. I got my, my I'm not, no, I'm, there's no way I'm good with Monasterio playing third base. I mean, you would think. I mean, any logic would tell you Monasterio is not my, should not be my everyday first baseman if I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses here in the division. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. This show is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The weather's getting colder. The NFL wants you to stay hot by watching their games. They're, you know, we're going 17 weeks, 18 weeks, uh, 17 games 18 weeks of the schedule and you know we're going into january and there's lots of the and in this this weekend there's college basketball as well full lineup we're getting into the the brunt of college basketball we've cleared college football saturdays right now and we're getting into college uh, the bowl games coming up we got the army navy game coming up on saturday but what i'm trying to tell you is vanduul is the way to go fanduel it's cold outside hey you're going to be watching a lot of sports Check in with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. $150, where can you go wrong? A winning $5 Moneyline bet, that's easy to do. If your team wins on that Moneyline bet, you're going to get $150 in free plays. Now, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's a great time. As for, as I mentioned, colder outside in some parts of our country. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of sports going on. A lot of sports. Good. There's going to be the NBA um, in-season tournament coming up on Saturday night. Uh, the NBA got LeBron there, so they're all happy. Uh, and, and they're taking on the running gun Indiana Pacers. So uh, you can bet on that and all that. So get on to the action this weekend. Spreads, player props, over and unders is all there. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. Kick off your entire winter with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, when we return, we'll, we will get to uh, the outfield and the pitching staff as it stands right now and who would be my opening day lineup. All that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Good to have you along here on a weekend version. Just have a little fun game here talking about what my opening day lineup would be. 
not, you know, the batting order, but my lineup. What would I have out there? And so far, my infield, I'm not really liking it too much. Um, but this is how the roster stands right now. Now, the outfield, I love the outfield. The outfield, man, lots to choose from. Lots of presents under that tree to choose for for my outfield. But here is my starting outfield spot. I would start Garrett Mitchell in left field. I'd give him the left field spot. I'd move him over to center to left. And I know he's a center fielder, but you know, I'll put my best, I'll put my best players out there. I'll put my best players out there. Garrett Mitchell is my starting left field. Churio's on this team. All right. He's starting in center field. I think if he makes the team, there's no way he's coming off the bench. If Churio's making this team, he's not going to be a utility guy. Somebody did mention it on Twitter. Oh, you know, he'd come up and he could fill a bunch of different spots. No, Churio's coming up and he's playing every day, just like the rest of these guys. They're developing him and while they're trying to contend, like they did last year, they developed players while they were contending. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, you know, good teams have to develop players while they're trying to contend. You got to play your stars, but you got to develop other players as well. Garrett Mitchell in left. Okay. Assuming he's healthy and ready to go. We assume the shoulder is going to be fine. Churio is going to be my center field. Young guy, 20, 19 years old. Go out there and do what you do. Uh, Pat Murphy, you know, he's going to say that, well, Churio has got to win a spot. There's nothing guaranteed, but I think Churio has got enough talent that he's going to make the opening day roster. All right. And that's the way I'm going right now. Uh, Freelich is going to be my starting right field spot. Nothing, no problem there. Uh, well, they don't, don't trade him or whatever, which I assume they're not going to trade him. So I'm going Mitchell, Churio, and Freelich left to right as my starting outfield. And my DH, Tyrone Taylor, as of right now, is my DH. Okay. Capable of playing the outfield, obviously, in any of those spots. Young guy to have it as, as a DH, but he's my DH. You could have gone Yelich as your DH and Bowers playing first base, but Bowers, to me, I want Yelich at first base, and I'll take Taylor over Bowers right now in my lineup, and Taylor would be my DH. So that's the way I go. Contreras catching, Yelich at first, Terang at second, Adamas playing short, Monasterio at third, Mitchell in left, Churiel in center, Freelich in right, and Tyrone Taylor, my DH. So my starting rotation, oh, I look at this, and you almost got to take a triple take at this because you look at it and say, this is my this is my starting rotation going into the season. As of right now, yeah, Corbin Burns is my opening day starter. Burnsy, my opening day starter. Freddie moves up from the three spot in the rotation to number two. Wade Miley moves up to number three. So you got Burns, Peralta, and Miley. I mean, three solid starters there. Again, Miley, a number three starter at this point. 38 years old, 37 years old, that is. Um, he's my number three. Adrian Hauser would be my number four. God, a guy who I thought would be best suited coming out of the bullpen last year. Right now, he's my number four starter. Cross your fingers. And Colin Ray, who filled in all the gaps anytime he was called up from Nashville last year, he's my number five starter. So that's the way we're going. This is not a great rotation right now. Because last year, of course, the Brewers leaned on the rotation. This is a rotation you cannot simply lean on. So you got Burns, Peralta, Miley, Hauser, and Ray as your five-man rotation. I look at that team right now, that team, and I, I'm looking at a 
maybe 80 wins. Maybe 80 wins the way this roster is constructed right now. Without Woodruff, the offense, young guys. Um, again, we don't know where we're going to get from Churio, uh, but with the with the pitching staff and the bullpen, you know, you're going to have Williams coming out. The bullpen is pretty much the same. Uh, you like that bullpen. The bullpen is, is strong. And you're hoping some guys out of the bullpen, like the Bryce Wilsons and the Hobie Milners, do their job, their yeoman's job in the middle relief like they did last year. Because you know Devin's going to be great. Uribe hopefully takes another step in what we think is going to be a, a great career for him. Continue to throw 100. And Pagaro, I thought he had a fine season last year. Elvis did a nice job for the Brewers. So, yeah, the bullpen, coming back with that bullpen from last year, rock solid. Good with that. Bullpen took a major, or the starting rotation without Woodruff in there. Man, I, I, I just, uh, I'm a little fearful of that rotation. But that's my rotation, I think, of as of right now. I'm going to go with those five guys. Those are my five guys. So, that's my lineup. That's my team. We'll talk about a few other things with this coming up next and what's next for the Milwaukee Brewers so we don't have to go with this lineup. All that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman here, cruising into the weekend. Hope you all have a, a great one as we come back from the baseball winter meetings. Find us on Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major downloads. Download us on YouTube. Search Locked On Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and we'll uh, we'll be there for you. We'll be here through the whole offseason talking Brewers baseball with you. And, uh, yeah, so far, so far, nothing has dropped uh, post-baseball winter meetings out of Nashville. Um, you know, there's some movement by other teams right now, but nothing yet of the Milwaukee Brewers. And I, I, don't panic. I know some of you guys are, are starting to panic a little bit and wondering, What's going on with my team? Are we going to get better and all that? Yeah, I mean, I just gave you the stark reality of what could happen if nothing happened in the offseason. You know, one of those scenarios, if nothing happened with the Milwaukee Brewers. But we assume things are going to happen with the team. But as of right now, the roster I constructed with this team, the starting lineup and the pitching, the oh, the combination has 80 wins in my book. 80 wins because I'm thinking other teams in this division are going to get better. The Cardinals, you know, are not going to settle for what they did. Uh, the Cubs are going to get better. You know that they have a growing team and they're going to get better. They're going to put in a few pieces there. Just don't get show. Don't surprise us by getting show. Hey, you already stole our manager and they got better with Craig council as their manager too. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh pirates are still going to be bad and the reds are making some improvements. The Reds are getting a little better right now in the offseason. Um, and there's rumblings about Del Dylan Cease going to the Reds, unless he's already gone. I don't think he has. I haven't seen anything. But, you know, there's rumors that the Reds are, could be getting Dylan Cease. So that would be a, a big get for their rotation because the rotation isn't all that good. Um, but, yeah, right now the Brewers are an 80-win team. Uh, but going here in into December, and what has happened with the Milwaukee Brewers – is we get into our winter, and out of nowhere, it could be a dark January day, five degrees in Wisconsin, and the Brewers pull off a trade. Now, are they going to pull off a trade like the Bucks did and get got Damian Lillard? The Bucks version of that, or the Brewers version of that, would be getting Pete Alonso, who just had a birthday the other day. Um, 
that would be just unbelievable. If the Brewers would somehow get Pete Alonzo this offseason, and I'm not saying no to anything. I think Antanasio, as, as much as people want to criticize him financially, this has got to kill him that he was out of the playoffs in 27 hours. And if he doesn't see what you need for a baseball team to compete with the Joneses, okay, and that this team has gotten worse in the offseason, you know, he already had the Cubs take our manager. All right. So going into 2024, you are not selling opening day tickets with this particular roster, this particular opening day lineup that I put together, or that five-man. That opening day starter, by the way, would be Corbin Burns. Um, so you got to do a few things with in, in the offseason. You really got to get that first base spot fixed up. And yeah, I got Yelich playing there, but I guess... Could you ride? I guess you could ride with Yelich at first base, but third base, I would say if Yelich is going to be your first baseman and, you know, you go with Mitchell, Churio, and Freelich in your outfield, which is, I think, a lot of you would be great with that. Uh, Yelich is your first baseman. Yeah, I, I would I would ride in the... I'm okay riding a 2024 with Yelich as my first baseman. Not in the outfield, but there's no way I'd want to go in 2024 with Bowers as my first baseman. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But third base... You better fix that spot. How they have not fixed the first base spot, though, since Prince left. You would think first base would be one of the easiest spots to fix. And just look at the guys they've run through there. All the guys they've run through there. All the guys. I liked I like I like Zeus at first base. I did. I always liked Zeus at first base. I, I liked him. He was on the 2018 team. I always liked Zeus. Um, but none of the guys worked out. Nobody worked out. They dated a lot of people at first base and no one stuck around. There was no one they wanted to marry at first base. And maybe they still find a first base, but then they have other plans for Yelich. I don't know, but Yelich right now would be my first baseman. Third baseman, uh, Monasterio is my third baseman. They really got to do better in that. Got to do better in the power numbers. Got to do better at situational hitting with this team. And they definitely need some improvements. I would say of this projected opening day lineup that I put together, the only guys who I'm confident are playing in that infield, the only guys who I'm confident at all of being on this opening day roster, this opening day lineup that I constructed, the only person I would say Terang, I would say Terang, I almost said Urias, uh, Adamas, Mitchell, Churio, and Freelich. I'd say my outfield is set. That's going to be my outfield. And Terang and Adamas, they might DH Yelich. So first and third is the only, are the only positions I think are totally misuncertain with this team. Because the catcher spot is solid. Uh... Second, you're going to go with Terang. You're going to roll with Adamas at short, and you're going to roll with those guys in the outfield. So third and first base, unless they play Yelich over there. Man, I just don't see a situation of playing Jake Bowers. Left-handed hitter. He's got some pop. You know, a few years ago, I, I, I liked him. I just, you know, we got to go in a different direction in that thing. But 
All right, that's going to do it for the show for today. Guys, you're hearing Otani is getting a tremendous offer from the Toronto Blue Jays. Hopefully he stays there. Yeah, it's a shame that the Brewers can't play a a part in that, but let's get Otani. That's going to help the Brewers as well. Get guys like Otani in the other league. And that the other teams in this division don't get better, but I think they're going to. There's going to be improvements made everywhere in this division as we know it. And the Brewers do have to keep up with the Joneses because they're going to fall behind. They got away with it last year. And I thought the going into the season last year, if you look at at the end of the day, other than Contreras, poor roster construction. Other than the starting pitching and the bullpen, the rest of the roster I just thought was not all that good. That's going to do it for me. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you all the everydayers for following us along. You follow us along on my social media account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow me along there on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Hit us up on the YouTube page. Go to Lockdown Brewers. Search Lockdown Brewers. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. We'll be with you every day. And then coming up on the platforms, the audio platforms, which a lot of you download in the morning and all that and uh, download on your way to work or school and all that. Uh, set us uh, an alert there and download us on your favorite, wherever it is, Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, download us. We're the number one podcast on the internet because you great Brewer fans out there, we're going to continue to grow here in the winter and hopefully our Brewers baseball team grows with us. Have yourself a good weekend. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. So long, everybody.